0: Hey, what's up? It's me. It's back. It's me. It's back on the second day in a row. What's up with this? I don't know. It's crazy. Everything's going wild. (laughs) Uh, If you want to get a taste of my wildness, just follow me at HeartRightYT. You can find my YouTube channel if you search HeartRight in there. Uh, Also, if you want to see what my friends and I are doing, you can search at Papa pock Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and you can search for Popular Apocrypha on YouTube. You see our gaming videos every day, and a podcast every two weeks on Mondays. So if you want to get in on that, go ahead and follow us. Give us some feedback. Tell me what to talk about here, and tell me what to make videos of there. We're starting out, so it's kind of all up in the air now. We, we like feedback. And we haven't gotten much, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so, give us some feedback. We'll, we'll pay attention to you. We'll love you forever. Um, so, today I'm going to be talking about Voku no Hero Academia, a.k.a. My Hero Academia, which is really cool. Second anime, well, I guess it's technically the third anime uh, I've talked about on here. So, here we go. B. N, H A, B, N, H A Cringe Fest Twenty Seventeen. Okay, <laughs> uh, so I'm going to be talking about my Hero Academia, uh, and I just some initial thoughts about it. So to give a little history of me, I got into it in the first half of the second season. I hadn't really heard of it until then, and I got caught up. And, uh, yeah, I got caught up during the, uh, when was it? It was the, the tournament when they were all fighting each other. Um, and the second season is over now, and just as a warning, I will get into spoilers on here. So, just uh, just an apt warning there. Uh, so, just some initial thoughts. I like it. It's definitely not my favorite show in the world, but it's, it's really good, and I really and I just keep coming back to it. One thing I really love about it is just the amount of characters that are in it. That, like, I love every single character. Like, even the bad guys, for some reason. Because each one has a good background. And it's also interesting because it seems to be, like, a Japanese response to American superhero stories. And especially since, you know... Like, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and DC coming out with a bunch of new movies, like, superheroes in uh, entertainment has never been... Well, it's, it's really, really popular. I don't know if it's uh, as popular as it has ever been, but it's, it's really, really popular right now, and I feel like uh, BNHA is a response to that, and it's a good response, because you, easy, you easily see a lot of similarities, but also a lot of differences, which are really nice. First of all, I mean, it obviously takes place in Japan. Uh, it takes place in a school, which, you know, is not necessarily that unique as far as uh, anime goes, because there are a lot of, a lot of anime that, uh, you know, have a school with people. First of all, school anime is not unique in the slightest, but also a school anime with people having different abilities and kind of different superpowers isn't unique either, uh, because, you know, there are a lot of them out there, and also that, uh, it, I'm actually reminded of the movie Sky High, with, I don't remember who the main character was, but I remember Danielle Panabaker was in it, which is kind of an interesting superhero, uh, uh, a crossover, kind of, because she's now in CW's The Flash, uh but it it's it's kind of a similar premise i guess because it's a, it's a high school for superheroes it's it's training superheroes uh and uh i don't know but but bnha seems a lot more realistic and like a, a more serious look at what it would actually look like like they would train with actual superheroes you know it would be a lot of uh, you know, physical stuff, you know, they have to go through a bunch of obstacle courses and stuff like that, uh, be able to be fast, be able to be strong, uh, regardless of what their superpower is, and then uh, like problem solve on the fly, which is really cool, which we didn't really see much in in Sky High because it was kind of a, a parody look at it because they would be like, when you come across a super villain, who tries to shrink you with his shrink ray. What do you do? It's is that kind of thing. And uh, so in, in in My Hero Academia, it's a, it seems a lot more realistic. seems like it would be an actual school. Uh, another thing that's interesting is that it's everyone. Like 80% of the population has a quirk, as they call it, uh, which kind of reminds me of, of X-Men in a way. But it, it's it's interesting that, like, not everybody has a quirk that is good for superhero duties. Um, it's only a select few, which is really cool. Uh, and I don't know, what else do I like about it? It just keeps me interested, I guess that's one way of putting it. I, I keep going back, and each character's development is really interesting to me. Uh, it just They just keep adding on, and it's still interesting... Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's uh kind of my initial thoughts on it next, I'll be talking about Deku and Bakugo all right, so now I want to talk about deku the the protagonist of my hero academia and i let's just say I love him as a protagonist simply because he's not a standard anime protagonist he uh he has a lot of I, I want to say quirks, but I know that's not the right word in this context because it's used in another context. Uh, he has a lot of uh, idiosyncrasies, like he, uh, you know, furiously writes down notes and overanalyzes everything, which I feel like the standard anime protagonist is kind of, you know, like, oh, go in there, gung-ho, and, you know uh, you know, really reckless and, you know, really hungry and big and strong and... You know, fights everyone, but he's not like that. He he likes to kind of stay more in the shadows, unless he had he uh, follows his moral code to save people. And that's another thing that kind of that doesn't really set him apart. He he still has this this moral code even before he got his quirk uh, to uh, fight evil, I guess, to or to save others, I should say. Um, and uh, so he's a really interesting character. I've actually heard him be likened to Batman. And I know that seems kind of ridiculous hearing about it, but uh, it's it's interesting. I, I heard, I think on Twitter, someone say that Batman will never be able to get over the death of his parents, and he'll always be this kind of grim, uh, gritty, uh, live-in-the-shadows superhero. But Deku will always be learning... And he'll actually advance and be able to get over the deaths that he sees. Uh, And he'll become a happy character. Um, But one that, you know, can overcome his own past, whereas Batman can't. Uh, And I really love that about Deku, is that he is always learning. And even though he's, like, pretty much mastered his quirk at this point, at the end of Season 2... Uh, I know there's still a lot more to learn in his, both in using his power and in the development of his character mentally. And kind of living up to All Might's expectations. And, uh, okay, so, uh, I want to bring up something now, but I'll bring that up at the end. So, uh, Bakugo, uh, Kachan, uh, I forget what his superhero name is. But, uh, let's just say I love him. He's my favorite character And I don't know why, and I really want to cosplay as him. I really love his design, I love his powers. I just love his attitude, and I'm not sure why, because it's definitely not an attitude I would aspire to. Uh, And he's honestly a character I think is not given as much... uh, I don't know, he's not given as much emphasis as uh, some of the others... But I think he is a really interesting character because he's not just kind of the standard rival. Uh, he he does in- exhibit some of the standard rival characteristics, like always challenging Deku and kind of looking down on him and always thinking that he's better than him. But like he kind of overcomes that, especially in you know the the second to last episode of the second season, where he fights alongside Deku. Um, And, uh, there's definitely a lot more to be explored there, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, so, also, because of that, that last episode, which ties these two subjects together, which is really cool, and I love how, like, uh, ah, there's such an amazing climax, I gotta say, because, like, both of them looked up to All Might as a role model, but from different perspectives, because Deku wanted, uh to be like All Might, but also thought like, oh he's so powerful, he's unattainable. We can't beat him. I can't ever be like him. And then Bakugo was like, I am already better than him. I have to I have to beat him. And it's interesting to see those two uh, those two attitudes clash and then have to learn from each other about like how to deal with their hero and kinda how to grow as as superheroes, as people. So that's... Uh, that was that was really cool to me, to see both those characters grow in that way. And to see kind of more of their personalities uh, shine. One wanted to hide, one wanted to attack, and they ended up doing a mixture of the two. So that was really cool. Okay, more characters in a second. Okay, so I know I'm going to have to talk about Froppy because... She's by far the fan-favorite character, and, you know, I like her, but, like, she's been cosplayed a lot. Uh, She's been, you know, drawn a lot and everything in fan art. So, I have to talk about her a little bit. And I really like her character. I like her power. It's obviously been done before. I like her kind of naive yet, uh, aloof personality. And her kind of ability to get things done. Uh, so... And it's it's actually really interesting to me to see like the the makers of the show obviously saw the how popular she was becoming, and so they gave her like a huge a huge uh, part in the in the OVA, in the the part where uh, they're at their internships, and there's like a whole part where she saves the day, and it's really cool. So I think that's that's really fun uh, for. For Froppy to get um, some airtime there. And I, I think we'll see more <laughs> based on her popularity. Uh, so uh, I'd also like to talk about Todoroki. Todoroki. Um, I think I got that name right. He's he's the, he's the half guy. The guy with the half ice, half fire. Um, so he's probably one of my favorite characters, if not... Well, he is my favorite, but he's probably my second favorite character. One because he looks like Zuko and he kind of exhibits some of the same characteristics. Um, his backstory is really interesting and it, it actually brings up a lot of cool ideas with uh, the premise that everybody has a quirk because like would it turn into where you uh, try to breed the perfect superhero? And that's exactly what happened with Todoroki. He uh, is bred with a fire superhero and an ice superhero, and uh, I guess he was, like, the best one of the bunch out of a bunch of failed experiments. So that's really interesting to to get into that subject. Um, uh, So his character, though, I really like. Uh, Although I do find it interesting that when he battled Deku in the first half of the second season, uh, I found it interesting that that was when they chose to let him use his fire side. Because I assumed that would be a thing like throughout the whole series. That he would uh, resent his dad and keep on just using his, his ice side, his mom's side of his powers. But no, it's... Uh, no, they, they resolved that then. And I, I think... I I actually like the choice, uh, come to think of it, because that's what leads him to kind of accept who he is and, uh, you know, uh, go on an internship with his dad. Uh, So he's kind of looking up to his father in a way, but also kind of coming to terms with with himself and what powers he has. Uh, Although I am really interested in seeing where he goes, because I know there's a lot of stuff with his mom, uh, being kind of insane, and with his dad being kind of a control freak, uh, so it'll be interesting to see, like, if, if Endeavor and All Might square off, and, uh, Todoroki is, is caught in the middle, it'll be really interesting to see how that turns out. I think that should be a, a plot point in the, uh, going on. And I thought it was really interesting how they included him in the, uh, uh oh, what was his name uh stain in the stain little arc how he was part of the battle there i th- i thought like you know what could they add to his character by this but uh i i i think it was it was actually really subtle when they're all recovering in the in in the hospital or whatever and todoroki basically has to one uh he he realizes that Oh like I've I've shared a bond with these two other guys with Deku and Ida and also I have to defer to my dad who is taking all the credit so there might be might be a little bit of resentment there possibly but also that kind of Todoroki is becoming you know one of the guys and realizing that people are asking him for help and people are wanting him to be with them I guess is really interesting so it'll be interesting to see how he develops later on, develop his social skills and whatnot. All right, so now I want to talk about All Might, who is a very interesting character from a a character analysis standpoint, because uh, I've heard other people say that he was kind of going through the motions as a superhero before he met Deku and was kind of like, oh, plus Ultra, yeah, yeah, save people. But then as he met Deku, this guy without a quirk, he, he realized, like, oh, what have I been saying? I need to actually put this into, into action. Um, and so it, Deku kind of becomes a, a catalyst for his development. And it's really interesting to see, like, how All Might is getting de- more development as time goes on. Because he's realizing uh, his legacy... Is fleeting. is is not going to last much longer, and one that he he wants Deku to succeed and to uh, kind of follow him up to be the next One For All, basically be the next uh, All Might, um, but also kind of determining who he is uh, because he's kind of questioning becoming a teacher at my hero at the Hero Academy. And also just, uh, like, you know, how long can he keep being a superhero because he can only hold the superhero pose, or the superhero form, I guess, for only, like, what, 50 minutes? I think that's right. And so he's kind of coming to terms with the fact that, you know, he has to retire soon, and he has to uh, basically step down from becoming literally the most powerful and the most famous superhero in the world. Uh, so all the things that... that. Uh, involve that. Uh, so yeah, really interesting character to see him having to deal with his own stuff while also basically having to deal with Deku's stuff, kinda of seeing Deku and Bakugo for that matter, and a bunch of other students, because he really deeply cares about them, either because he wants them to succeed him or he actually genuinely cares about him. I'm not exactly sure that of that yet, uh, but he wants them to be as powerful as they can for when he's not there, which is sooner than he probably wants. Uh, And so I don't exactly understand. You know, the episode where they explained his power, where they explained one for all, I'm still a little bit uh, hazy on, just because it's, it's really confusing. Because it was, like, all for one, and then all for one was given to one guy with the one for all, and then whatever. But anyway, All Might and Deku have that now, and uh, the main bad guy is, is revealed as the guy who gave All Might's predecessor his power. So, that'll be a cool confrontation, I'm sure. Because, oh yeah, because factoring in that uh, All Might knows he's not going to last much longer as a superhero... But also knowing that this that this big evil is that he's pretty much the only one who can defeat uh, all for one the the one guy, uh, and so he either needs to teach Deku how to defeat him or defeat him himself. And time is running out. So that's a really interesting characteristic that they're going with, uh, and it's really cool just to see you know this basically Superman equivalent deal with uh, you know, he's not as OP as people think, you know, he has this image, but you know uh, Deku knows that that image won't last, All Might knows that image won't last, and a few others do too Uh, so there's a lot of pressure there from a lot of other characters, and uh, it's interesting also to see that he's kind of You know he's the American superhero, quote unquote, and I feel like that's like a direct relation to you know Superman and other American superheroes. uh, That it's also interesting. I wonder if they're trying to say something there that like American superheroes are are uh, dying out in popularity, and if Japanese superheroes are gonna are gonna take over. I wonder if they're trying to say that at all. Yeah, you have to wonder there. But anyway, I really love his character. I really love how he's kind of the guy, he's the symbol of of superheroes, and yet he has his own faults, he has his own problems, and he has his own timetable, basically. And who's going to take over for him? Possibly Deku? Maybe? So, BNHA, Boku no Hero Academia, My Hero Academia, would recommend, it's actually, it's only got two seasons right now, but people are calling it... The uh, the next big long term anime. They're putting it on the on the same level as like Bleach and Naruto and Dragon Ball, and so people are saying it's going to be big and it's going to get se- season three, and so we don't even know where it's going to go. There, well, actually, some people do because it has manga, but that's beside the point. Uh, anyway, I would recommend watching it. It's it's an interesting take on. The kind of, it's an interesting take on a lot of tropes, on a lot of, uh, you know, school shows as well as superheroes and kind of like, you know, superpowered teens dealing with their powers. Uh, so love all the characters, especially the ones I talked about and, uh, you know, <laughs> watch it be part of the conversation if you have any other thoughts about it if you want me to talk about it more uh, I'm on Twitter at heartrightyt I'm also on YouTube you can check me out there just look up heartright I have a heart container for my profile picture there uh, you can check out what my friends and I are doing as well we're doing a podcast as well as some gaming videos uh, you can check us out at Pop-a-Pock Podcast on Twitter and Instagram you can check out our website, papapoc.com, That's p-o-p-a-p-o-c.com. You can also uh, check out our YouTube channel, which is Popular Apocrypha. Uh, leave us some feedback. Watch our stuff. Like our stuff. Subscribe to our stuff. That We would really appreciate it. As well as my own personal stuff. I really appreciate it. Uh, and thanks so much for listening. We talk about My Hero Academia r- randomly. And rambling I don't know if that's a word, but I felt like I rambled a lot. So those are some of my thoughts on it. And uh, yeah, thanks for being part of this kind of thought experiment with me, of me trying to get better at talking for longer periods of time. It's a, it's an uphill battle, but I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And I hope you enjoyed. So, thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.